0: That was Manic Monday by the Bengals. You're listening to TuneFM here on 106.9. Thank you again to Dr. Waters for coming in. We now have another lecturer ready straight to go. This is Professor Neil Argent. Thank you so much for coming in and having a chat to us. Uh, Neil Argent is a lecturer... Uh, excuse me, is a who is a lecturer whose research interest is understanding the factors and processes that make robust and sustainable rural communities, which is fascinating, and he is very interested in the role of migration and social theory. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming in and agreeing to talk to us, we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's my great pleasure, happy to be here.
0: So given that obviously first year students may be unaware unaware of what they can expect in this particular unit, your unit of, of course is GEPL 112, Where in the World, Australia's Human Geography, what can students expect in your class? What does your unit teach here at UNE?
1: 112 or where in the world is, is a basic primer in human geography. So what we're trying to do there is showcase all of the fantastic things that you can study in human geography, which you'll be you'll have the opportunity to study in, in coming years. So that's very much our sort of showcase first year unit. So we have um, We teach some basic geographical concepts like notions of place and home and belonging to place, um, how globalization has has affected people's uh, relations to place. Um, We then move into population. So we do population geography here. So an understanding of how populations change over place and space and time. We look at how people cope living in cities. So human geography is all really about at its most fundamental relationships between human beings as individuals and as uh, broader groups communities and the environment within which they live built and, uh, and natural so we look at how people cope with living in cities um, how cities are changing and you've introduced you touched on some of my research interests. we're looking at rural communities so we also look at how Rural communities are changing as well in response to a whole range of changes and how, uh, in, I guess to be specific, how rural places are changing and are offering up different opportunities for different groups of, uh, of rural people. And then we also look a bit at uh, Australia's relationship with its uh, broader uh, geopolitical region, the uh, the Asia-Pacific. Um, so that's a bit of a, a, I guess, a taste of what uh, the smorgasbord of uh, one one, two is really all about.:
0: it. Certainly a lot of areas for people to get excited about and interested yeah, in, so. given, the, yeah. amount, given exact the amount of uh, the amount of Australia's geography that gets touched upon, which I think yeah. is really, really cool. Yeah. So what would you say the best thing about your job is?
1: Look, it is a fantastic job. Um, broadly speaking, I mean it's whether I'm talking as a geographer or, or any other kind of academic, the, the flexibility is fantastic overall, I think. Um, I can work at home a bit. I'm in here a lot. Um, I love uh, every year meeting a new crop of students in, in first year, you know bright, enthusiastic um, faces on campus and, and off campus. Um, And then, of course, I teach in other level units as well, second year, third year and the like. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing some of the people who you've met before, uh, remaking acquaintances and just teaching the stuff that I love teaching to them. So I love that. I love the research side of things. I have a real passion for the research that I do. Um, So that that gets me up and out of bed in the morning. That's awesome. I'm doing a job that I love so you know it's not really a job in some ways I was about to say if you
0: get if you do if you get a job you love doing you won't work a day in your That's life
1: right. I mean, one of the things I'm researching at the moment is the role of uh, craft beer uh, the craft beer sector in revitalizing urban and rural economies Wow um, and communities um, the built area as well built environment as well so that involves always a certain amount of field work and that's, that's not bad fun, it has to be said. No, of course yeah. I
0: can imagine not.
2: Um, so what's one thing your students can do to get a better grade?
1: Yeah, look, I'm going to be fairly boring here and, <laughs> and pick out the fundamentals. I mean...
0: Nothing uh, wrong with that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it is, well, I suppose in some ways it, it's, it's pretty simple, really. Yeah, the, you know, technology has changed things dramatically, but I think still the fundamentals are there. I think... Um, uh, reading as much as you can within reason in, in the area um, that you're working in, learning to write well, uh, to me is really really important. You know, it's a, it's a bit of an issue. I guess uh, students who write well are probably at a bit of an unfair advantage um, over those who don't write well. Yeah. So if you can work on your writing, conveying your ideas as you know clearly, uh, grammatically correctly as possible, you're going to be you're going to impress you know markers. Um, one good thing about geography is we play with numbers as well so you know people with different learning styles um, can do well in geography don't have to be a great writer all the time if you're good with your numerical literacy as well Um, you can you can do well in geography too but yeah read read as much uh, as you can keep up with the 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 quality press I think geography is one of those subjects in which you know we're always dealing with real world issues so if you've got a bit of an understanding what's going on in the real world you can situate with that within the broader context of what you're studying i think that situates you well um but yeah keep up with your your study but make time for yourself as well
0: awesome i think that is again that concept of don't just work 100 percent. you've got to obviously yeah. incorporate a little bit of you know personal personal time and relaxation Absolutely. a little bit you don't want to burn yourself out by going 100 percent all the time
1: that's right i mean you know the degree can, is a you know a long period of time and it can be stressful you've got to give yourself plenty of Plenty of breaks, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Time to smell the roses, as they say. That. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so given that obviously you teach a subject in a unit that may be a little bit misunderstood by a lot of people in Australia, what do you think, There's is there one thing that you think everybody tends to misconstrue about your subject? Anything that people think that is just completely wrong?
1: So it's geography, right? So, you know, like, um, what's the capital of Burkina Faso? Ah, you know? Yeah, what's okay. The, what's, the, what's the longest river in the world? Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I'd have to be like a lot of people, I'd have to Google that because I don't do that kind of geography. Mm. I'm a human geographer who's interested in these relationships between people and environments, and um, I'm interested in the sustainability of rural communities, resilience of rural communities, so that kind of really factual stuff. Isn't that's not really yeah. not not quite so much what we do. So. Of course,
0: there are very there are different forms of geography. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, just yeah. one covers all. No, exactly
1: yeah. right. Exactly, that's that's kind of geography light. I think we'd say
0: that's a good way of putting it, actually. Yeah.
2: So, what's something that you wish you knew when starting out at university? Maybe some tips that you can yeah, give. Yeah, that's, first a, that's
1: years? A, the, yeah, that's a really really good question. I mean, I think what I would say. The benefit now of considerable hindsight is that it'll it'll all be okay, you know, and not everything uh, is resting on this particular assignment, not everything is resting on this particular unit so it's okay to make mistakes in fact it's best to make mistakes mm. um, and when I say make mistakes I mean well, I get some students who get you know very upset that they didn't get the mark that they thought that they should have got you know if they're not unless they're getting high distinctions or distinctions you know they're they're, they're, they're basic failures and I say well hang on you know yeah. you actually do it pretty damn well here mm. give you, you know give yourself a break Um, learn from where you've fallen a bit short of your own expectations. Mm. Um, So yeah, learn from, not so much your mistakes, but learn from, take great efforts to learn from where you haven't performed as well as you, you may have done. And you'll find those learning experiences far more valuable than if you did get high distinctions all the time.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just building off that question a little bit, what um is there anything that again, with the benefit of hindsight, you realise you weren't entirely as good at when you were a student compared to I guess maybe what you could have been?
1: Um
0: <coughs> bit of self reflection here, I'm just yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well there's lots of things, and so where do you start? Look, I'm I'm not I'm not a particularly good reader in the sense that I, I don't read quickly. Um, and I never have even to to this time I have to take my time and pour over stuff Uh, so I probably haven't learnt to just uh, not all that good at discerning things that I could skim over quickly as against things that really had to kind of take your time on and really digest Um, so I probably haven't read as much as I would like um, to have read uh, in lots of ways but um, yeah what else um, probably haven't been as good in the public speaking realm as I probably should have uh, got to so one thing I would say you know, we we kind of shy away from exposing students to as much public speaking as what I guess we were forced to do um, but it is, it's, it's kind of really important to grab those opportunities um, it can be really confronting but um, it's really important to do to do that kind of public speaking or take yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone for those who Perhaps, you know, a bit like me, a bit introverted, you know, you feel a bit challenged by that. It's important to to take those opportunities and, and put yourself, um, take yourself out of your comfort zone a bit. You do learn a lot. You do gain a lot of skills from
0: that. Okay. Thank you for that. That's actually that's well said.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because um, I feel like a lot of first years probably feel the same, like yeah. with public speaking, for sure. I know, like, myself, I'm like, don't like to public speak, but, you know, it's kind of, once you get over it, it's like, I find it helpful yeah, to kind of do yeah. like live presentations and things versus, yeah. you know, you learn more.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. And I mean, you because I think if you're not a natural public sp- uh, speaker, you do prepare um, fairly intensively. might be even over-prepared, but that's no bad thing. And um, the more you do it, the better you get, I think. I mean, I still get incredibly nervous, you know, conference <laughs> presentations. Even giving a departmental seminar, I get incredibly nervous. So, you know. Certainly it certainly for- something. But it does force you to step up to the mark, and it's
0: absolutely it's absolutely something that would be relatable to a lot of people, especially first <laughs> year students. Yeah, and yeah. of course, if you are struggling with public speaking, come and volunteer here, because this is that's obviously something <laughs> yeah. you'll get much better at if you yeah. volunteer at a radio station. Shameless self plug aside, <laughs> yes.
1: my, my son volunteered here some years ago. Wow. Okay, and wow. he spent some time in here, kind of a Tuesday evening and he got better and better and better at public speaking just by doing this kind of volunteer work. There you it go. It was enormously important to him, I think, yeah. um, in a developmental sense for a whole range of reasons. Sorry, yeah. Callum, if you're hearing this. Well,
0: <laughs> 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 no, there we say it's. Ex- uh, that's pretty much one of our slogans here. It gives you experience vital to every degree. Yeah. So yeah. come along. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, is, is there something that you are particularly passionate about at the moment, be it a research topic or just something in daily life that fascinates you?
1: Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> It's hard not to feel passionate about, um, amongst other things, climate change, biodiversity decline, uh, the human impact on the planet. I mean, uh, in many ways, this is what got me into study, I guess, all those years ago when I first began. Um, And even though I'm a social scientist, I mean, um, so I don't work at the cutting edge, if you like, of environmental sciences, um, you know, we recognise increasingly uh, the... The, the dramatic and largely deleterious impact that we're having on, on the environment and absolutely um, life so you know trying to develop a you know truly ecologically sustainable um, way of uh, existing on this planet and also has to be said socially just ways of doing the same thing uh, is very much what's sort of uh, dri- driving me on at the moment I think and I'm increasingly finding myself involved in projects about this kind of stuff, about trying to develop strategies for, you know, say like Armadar becoming carbon neutral, you know, within a A decade or so and uh, and so on and so forth and it's this is one of the nice things about being on a you know a place like UNE you can do really really important stuff at a local scale yes working you know with with the communities that you you live in sometimes what's going on at the the global scale can just be so intimidating you think well what can you possibly do Well, by working locally, you can do a lot. Um, And as the great song says, "From little things, big things grow."
0: Absolutely. So, what um, I guess it's it's a good thing that those particular research topics and those particular ideas Mm. they link and relate so strongly to the area of human geography. The impacts Mm. of climate change, for one thing, would be, I can imagine, a very a massive. Uh, it would result, it could result in a massive shift in migration or human um, pl- to settlement, like places to live if, you know, given that, look what's happened to Armin over the past few months, we've been on fire and then we've been underwater, I don't know what's going to happen next, but <laughs> hopefully it's not I something I quite as severe. Down, yeah. yeah, I think we're due for a little bit yeah. of quiet time for the next little while. So, this, this
1: yeah, well this, this is exactly right, I mean um, what's going on is, is is affecting settlement patterns, and I mean in some ways, we've been spared. If you look at other parts of the world, um, you know, around the you know, equatorial regions, I suppose places like Bangladesh and the like. I mean, there is really quite often, you know, quite frequent, you know, mass movement of population in response to, you know, natural uh, hazards of various sorts and kinds. So, um, you know, we're just starting to see some of that starting to happen in our own in our own regions. So, mm. yes, human geography very much relevant to those uh, to those uh, circumstances.
2: What would you say is the best thing about your job?
1: The best thing about my job? Um, I'd say that it is just so intellectually stimulating. Um, as I say, I mean, I've had the, the benefit of being able to pursue research interests that um, really kind of turn me on, um, that uh, I find exciting and interesting, and of course, you know, very much relevant to the world. And then I can teach about what I've learnt to other people that are keen to learn as well so that's that's pretty stimulating that's pretty stimulating stuff that's awesome. it's, it's a worthwhile job in other words.
0: Yeah. do you have a particular favorite research location or somewhere maybe even a dream research location that you'd love to I guess spend a bit of time at and gain a lot of research in
1: yeah that's a good uh, another good question um, I have been into lots of different places through the research that I've done I and mean, I've been to some of the you know sort of archetypal um, you know tropical um, resort type um, locations you know Byron Bay and whatever looking at the craft beer sector there and then I've also been into you know the Riverina you know broad scale farming areas um, you know maybe not so quite attractive but the people are fantastic um, I guess my next research project is probably you know the one that's I'm really looking forward to spending time in I hopefully that will be um, talking to uh, craft brewers in urban and rural Australia. Fascinating. Um,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm I recently uh, opened their uh, brewery here on the um, on the boundaries of town, I believe it is. Yes, great hops. Yes, there, yeah. Do, doing great stuff. So yeah, it's
1: there's there's lots of lots of great places to go and look at.
0: Absolutely. So I think, um, if you would like, we're uh, going to just end, we're just going to end off by asking you a few quick little uh, personal, fun little questions, <laughs> just for fun questions. yeah, yeah slash fun. <laughs> just for people to get a little bit more knowledge as to what you are like behind the academic <laughs> and uh, unit coordinator status. Sounds scary. So we'll start off with <laughs> the uh, the first one. What is your favorite song?
1: Favorite song. Yes. Um, gee, that's a really, really good question. Um, I'm a big fan of The Fall, who have demised with the uh, the, uh, the sad passing of Marquis e. Smith. Yes, of um, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I and mean, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I like of theirs. Um, uh, what else? I mean, what, so many bands that I've kind of followed. I'm a, this is a really old song, but it... Um, there's a song by 10,000 Maniacs, um, These Are Days. Cool. Which is uh, one of my favourites. Yeah, quite a powerful, powerful uh, song. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's
1: one that sort of springs to mind kind of readily.
0: That's awesome.
2: <clears throat> if you had a chance to go to Mars, would you?
1: Good To go where?
2: Sorry? To go to Mars.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. No, sorry, Mars. Um, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. No, okay. No, 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 I wouldn't I, I'm a bit of a, yeah, I, I think there's probably better things I could spend my time and um, yeah, and um, fossil fuels on, I think, than going to Mars Yeah, yeah okay,
0: that's understandable <laughs> Boring, boring oh, understandable, answer, but yeah, yeah. Um, what is your particular favourite time of day?
1: Favourite time of day is probably the morning, actually Okay, awesome Around Breakfast
0: time Yep, okay. Yeah, so we've got a fairly even spread of people that prefer <laughs> morning and night.
1: I'm not necessarily a morning person, but I do like breakfast time. I oh, really good. do. The time to get that first coffee under the belt and
0: Reminded to you Yeah. paper. Another little uh, friendly reminder to uni students, don't skip the most important meal of the day. You will regret coffee. it. Coffee. <laughs> I can, I can <laughs> guarantee you, you will regret it.
2: Um, is there anything you're listening to at the moment, whether it's an audio book or a podcast?
1: Um. Look, again, I'm a bit dull, but I, I love Radio National in the mornings. Um, I don't tend to do a lot of podcast stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, just music, really, um, in yeah, like in the evenings when I'm home, to put a bit of music on, um, various sorts and kinds. I've been, I know Bonnevere is doing a tour of Australia since. So I've been working my way through his back catalogue and yeah, enjoying that, so...
0: Awesome. And I guess just to finish off, we'll ask you for obviously potentially students or anybody in the community that has a particular interest in human geography or the areas of research that you've been through. Do you have any sort of academic or professional presence on social media anywhere?
1: I'm on Twitter. Okay. Yep. Um, Argent Neil, I think, is my Twitter handle. Um, And I've been a bit prominent there recently because we've got the National uh, Geography Conference on here in uh, the first week or so of July, the second week of teaching in, in uh, the second trimester. So I've been plugging that geography conference, which we're getting organised at this uh, this very moment. So right. but, um, yeah, it's a bit of traffic there.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, um, uh, from myself, Kim, and everyone here at Tune, thank you so much for coming in. And hopefully this has allowed students who might be launching into this particular unit or the area of human geography in general to, I guess, de-stress a little bit. Don't be too afraid of what's <laughs> yeah. to come.
1: We're all human. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're all human, human. geographers.
0: And we're all approachable. So remember, yeah. if you do have any further questions, don't be afraid to ask. That's exactly right. So yeah. again, yeah. Um, thank you very much. We're going yeah. to finish off by playing Down Under by Men at Work here on <laughs> Tune FM, the home of student-powered <laughs> radio. Kim and I will be back in a little moment.